Hello everyone and welcome fellow piercers and piercing enthusiasts to Real Talk, a piercing podcast from the minds of piercing professionals on the body modification industry and culture. Each episode we will center on a common theme with a guest. We will cover topics including things such as piercing methods, industry topics, jewelry, and trends. I'm your host Will Von Doom, a professional body piercer and proud member of the Association of Professional Piercers. So let's get straight to the point and dive into this week's topic. Welcome back, everyone. For this episode, we're going to start with a quote from a member of the piercing community. As the piercing industry hits peak commercial exploitation, please make sure that you're spending your money at companies who choose to give back to the industry as a whole, and not ones who simply do nothing more than take with zero regard. So as an industry, should we support companies that support us back? What about new businesses that can't afford to purchase from premium companies? Are you a person that blindly follows the cult of the cool and does what popular folks do? Have you had a problem with a company and don't feel they deserve it? Or do you just not care at all because it doesn't affect your day-to-day? This quote can mean many things to many different people, but on this episode, we're going to ask our community what it means to them. So without further ado, listen in as we hear from the community itself. We hear if backgrounds have influenced responses and how what we do today can shape tomorrow. So this is where we typically introduce you to the guests that we have for this week. But for this episode, and possibly the next one at the very least, we decided to take a different approach to how we do conversations on the podcast. Recently, I asked the piercing community at large a question that has been on my mind, but also many different individuals in the industry. Because the community is so large, and there's so many different factors that can influence the response to certain questions, I feel the best way to ask certain questions is to ask the community as a whole and have people send in their responses and give them an open platform to talk about what the question means to them and their responses. This gives them the chance to not commit to the amount of time an episode normally takes, but it also allows people to just get some things off their chest and vent about the question at hand. I wanted to try this format because I wanted to see if it was viable, and more importantly, if the way the podcast is presented was something that my listeners would actually enjoy hearing. So let's dive into a few of these interviews and see what their responses to this episode's question is. I've been piercing for nine years and I've owned my piercing studio for a little over two. A lot of my personal values have informed what my business values are and what our priorities are as a business. And so for me, that means to do good and to be good to the people around me and also to lift up and support those people however I possibly can. In a business, it's obviously important to think about money Um, but also I think of money as a tool and as a way for me to execute what 
is important to me. And so that means figuring out the best way I can support my staff and to constantly be aware of, as the business grows, how can I be more supportive to those people and to support my clients and to give back to the community as well. And I think that can also extend to what companies we work with. And in my situation, that means jewelry companies and supply companies. And when I know that a particular company aligns with what my business values are, um, it motivates me to want to work with them more and to work with them as much as I possibly can, however I can. And I think right now, as our industry is growing rapidly, it's important to think about those things and to be intentional with your decisions because I think that's our way to have a say in what the future of our industry looks like. Lopez. I've been piercing for 16 years and I am the owner of Soul Gold Studios in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I've been open for about two months now. And at the moment, I purchase everything for the store from jewelry to aftercare, everything. Uh, before this, I was the main jewelry buyer for New York Adorned in New York City. I support companies that are run by good people. Uh, I feel comfortable giving my money to companies who are personable and one-on-one with you know, their buyers and whatnot, BVLA, Sleeping Goddess, Tawapa, Ketsali. Those are probably the main companies that I work with. I've definitely spent money uh, with lesser known jewelry companies. I don't have a problem doing that. I usually will buy like a small batch just to see how I feel about the jewelry, see how, you know, the quality of it and everything. Um, and then I take it from there. Uh, but when it comes to piercing parties, that's a whole different ballgame. Uh, I get contacted at least three times a week to work some random piercing party. It's super frustrating because most of these companies don't know anything about the industry and they just want to capitalize on it. Um, they have zero desire to offer reputable piercers any fair pay and they do anything they can to cut corners. So they end up hiring uh, some random piercer who doesn't know anything or doesn't care about what happens and they do it at a much cheaper rate. Uh, for that reason, I completely stopped working events. Um, I only work them now if I'm able to supply the jewelry. Sometimes people will be into it. Sometimes they don't want me to supply the jewelry and they want me to use their crap. If they don't want me to supply the jewelry, then I won't work an event anymore. But yeah, that's that. been piercing since 1985 the good old punk rock days still doing it um i've owned multiple shops for the manager of multiple shops over the last 30 years yeah i mean i do the purchasing i have done the purchasing this very moment i am not a purchaser or a manager i am happily just working for somebody who is a phenomenal shop owner and boss uh, we get along great we have the same ideals and uh, I'm finally very happy after the last five or six years um, so I work at Doorway Beyond Body Piercing Studio in Bridgewater Massachusetts 
anyway, at this point in our current climate, uh, you know, I support companies that have been around for a while. Uh, we also support newer companies that are coming out with newer products. Very, very supportive of companies that help our industry out, who are always putting back into our companies uh, and our industry, uh, helping us find better ways, uh, more economic ways to give great quality jewelry to our clients. Yeah, definitely not just looking to survive. We go with companies that help us go that step beyond. As far as cost, quality jewelry costs. You know, we don't, we don't want to make any kind of cuts in the quality of our service, nor in the quality of jewelry that we supply our clients and they're very happy for that all of our clients are very happy we're a busy shop so no we don't go after cheap products we go after quality and i have personally always supported certain companies um anatometal neometal sm316 body gems had a long relationship with all of them and very happy with that and like i said before we do spend money companies that new stuff because we want to see you know they have different designs they have different ways of making things we want to see if it's going to work out so we do buy smaller batches from newer companies and a few of those have turned out to be some of our um, standard jewelry what we have here like sleeping goddess so fine stuff like that as well as mixing that with all of the other stuff the anatometal we we have monthly regular orders that just come in every month at the start you know same time with you know standard backs uh standard pieces uh you know just to keep that going and then we buy newer things from newer companies uh, I don't know anything personally. I try to stay out of all the drama. I haven't heard about any companies asking piercers for piercer parties or pop-ups. So I will have to look into that. But we're not about really doing that. You know, if we can keep it within the shop, we're not, we're not going to go do a piercing party outside of here. Uh, I have in the past done, you know, sorority fundraiser parties where on a day that we're normally closed... We open specifically for a sorority who, you know, they are a 501c3 company, and so it's a tax write-off. Um, it's also good for them because it's, you know, fulfills their philanthropic um, efforts. And, uh, you know, we, we have done that in the past at one of my shops, and I, and I love doing that. You know, they send in minimum of 15 people with 15 you know, piercings, uh, they get a certain amount back. After 20 piercings, they get a certain bump in the percentage that they get back for their for their fundraising efforts and so on and so forth. Uh, I've had great success with that. But I'm not really, you know, neither Dorian nor myself are into doing piercing parties outside of our shop because in the shop is the only way that we can ensure you know, the sterility of the products, the cleanliness, um, you know, making sure that people get pierced correctly. There's not going to be any, you know, animal fur, dander, anything like that. No drinking, none of that kind of stuff. So I'm not really sure about that 
question about companies asking piercers for pop-up or piercing parties. Will, I love you. I hope this helps. This uh, works out for you. Uh, I do listen to your podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to be part of this. Garcia. I've been piercing for 29 years. I currently work at Noko Oi Tiki Tattoo and Piercing in Philadelphia. I'm not the owner. Uh, I do do the jewelry ordering and some supply ordering and aftercare ordering. I do purchase some jewelry that uh, my boss allows me to sell, some higher end stuff. And uh, yeah, so uh, as far as this topic goes, I definitely prefer to support companies that help our industry and that give back to our industry. I'm always amazed, it's probably because I'm a crotchety old man, at how many people these days will rapidly support certain companies that don't actually give anything back to the community or the industry. Uh, you know, selling you jewelry isn't giving back to the industry. It's, you know, companies that help support and by various ways that I prefer to deal with. Uh, companies that donate scholarships to uh, conferences, to the Association of Professional Piercers conferences, and even the international conferences that I teach at, I like to see companies showing support for that. That's what I feel is real support for the industry. Uh, companies that also support us by showing us on their social media, as opposed to only showing their jewelry. That's another thing I prefer to, uh, prefer to support. It does doesn't have to be that they're always actively sharing my stuff, but I see them sharing piercers from all over. That's what I prefer to support, and that's what I find is more important, at least to me, having been in this industry for such a long time, especially seeing it get so big to the point where now we have companies that, if we're honest, the only reason they're tied to this industry is maybe they actually just have studios all over the world. That's, you know, using their own jewelry, not buying from other companies, which is a great business move, but that doesn't usually lead to quality work or even quality jewelry in some cases. Uh, so yeah, that's just super important to me to, to support companies that donate uh, to things like the Association of Professional Piercer Scholarships or even companies that do their own scholarships to send people to conferences. That's also another good thing. It doesn't have to be completely tied to giving money to an organization specifically. They could just be sending people, uh, sending piercers so they can educate themselves. And uh, as far as big or smaller companies, I pretty much order. For, obviously, some big companies are necessary because, you know, some of us need jewelry quickly and in big amounts or what seems big <laughs> to us. So uh, I, I do order from uh, certain big companies. I also like using small craftsmen, especially for uh, gold and whatnot. I definitely like going to conferences and seeing what smaller, smaller manufacturers, more artisans actually, uh, are putting out. As long as they can guarantee the jewelry, which is super important to me, then I'm totally cool with supporting, you know, smaller uh, makers. It's definitely more of an artisan vibe to it. Uh, I don't tend to shop cheapest. Granted, most of it's not necessarily my money, uh, but I'm pretty much going for quality. Like I said, they guarantee the jewelry. They can guarantee the materials. They can show me the materials are decent. That's what I find to be more important. And honestly, 
quality wise, you know, you're not going to get good quality and cheap. I know that's something that gets regurgitated a lot, but especially in our industry, I really don't see it that being the case where you can get really good quality for super cheap prices. Uh, do I spend money with companies that are new to our industry over others that are established? It depends. I do. In a lot of cases, once I've seen their product in person, I'll for sure support them if I think the product is good. Uh, and especially if the price is, you know, I know I said I don't go for the cheapest, but if it's, you know, comparable to other companies that are bigger manufacturers, for sure, I'm going to going to support these smaller uh, companies that are newer. How do I feel for companies that ask piercers for pop-ups and piercing parties? I've never been one for piercing parties. Uh, I find that it's usually going to be pretty difficult to have a good area to pierce in that you can be safe and clean in that kind of environment. Even a pop-up can be really similar. I also find that it creates too of a high-stress environment. I've never been one to pierce at conventions either. I think it's just too crazy, too high-stress. It's just some Something that I don't see uh, being conducive to a good client experience. I, I get why it's done and I get that it can drum up a lot of business and I don't necessarily hate anyone for it. Uh, but I personally, it's not for me. Um, and I think in a lot of cases, it just doesn't create a good environment for a good quality safe piercing. And uh, I think I covered most things uh, as far as companies and supporting the industry, I think a lot of people, and it's it's a situation that happens with a lot of people in a lot of industries and a lot of situations, but, you know, showing, supporting the industry, like I was saying, is supporting the industry is like helping, helping send people to educational conferences, sponsoring educational situations, uh, donating to certain aspects of the industry. That's what I feel is important. Like definitely, obviously our industry is small. So, you know, when I say donating to conferences, it's, you know, companies that support Aldi scholars, companies that donate things or like sponsor certain aspects of the conference that help the conference go on. You know, a lot of people will say that I'm biased because I've served on the board of the APP for a long time. I'm involved in conference even though I'm not on the board. I run the vendor exposition. So for sure, um, people can call me biased, but you know, I still do all this stuff because I have a passion for the industry that I've been a part of for so long. You know, I'm not gonna do anything else with my life. So of course I'm gonna be passionate about this. But you know, I see a lot of people been like, oh yeah, such and such company's great. They did this, they threw this party and it was awesome. You know, they, you know, they sent me this free display and that's awesome. So the best way I can kind of describe it, it's like that whole pizza party in an office thing. You know, oh yeah, free pizza Friday, yay! That's not helping the employees. Just like a, a party isn't helping the industry. It makes people feel good about themselves for a momentary momentary second, but that's not supporting the industry at all. It supports the industry literally zero. Just like that free pizza party at an executive office supports the employees. I mean, actually, that supports the employees a little bit more than zero because they're getting free food, uh, maybe. So and that's, and people are just blind to it because they just see big names and all this stuff. And, you know, like that's, it's a, it's a shame. Eventually, hopefully, a lot of them will grow out of it. Uh, but, you know, a lot of them won't. So, like, that's definitely something I wanted to throw out there, like, on how you perceive 
what actually is helping the industry. You know, I, I personally don't gain anything, you know, doing anything for the association. You know, I, I, I'm there, you know, I, I get to see my friends. Yeah, I get to go to conference and, you know, hang out with everyone and that's great and that's fun. But, I just, I believe in this industry enough. You know, I myself at the international conferences, I always give a free pass to, I always give them for their raffles or whatever they do give. I pay for uh, a full conference pass for one person in their raffle in Spain, in Brazil, in Mexico. It's just something that I believe in supporting because especially in these international conferences, a lot of people bust their butts to be able to go to these conferences. And I know how hard it is for them. First, they have to get visas and all this stuff to even come to the United States. So for them to come to the United States, then have to pay for conference, which our conference in Vegas definitely is significantly more expensive than the conferences in other countries are. So it's definitely something that I like to help them with because I feel it's important, the education aspect of it. You know, for just to give an example of how hard it is for people in other countries to, you know, afford certain things at other conferences, uh, the GEP conference that I just taught at in Brazil, um, they get a lot of attendance and it's blown up, um, but they do that by literally doing a layaway program, kind of, a seven, in, uh, seven installment payments, you know, done at certain dates so they can go to the conference. And that's how they've been able to uh, get the attendance that they have because they know it's going to be super hard for these people to come to conference. So, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I love supporting that organization. Sure, it's not a company, but it's an organization that's benefiting our industry. It's helping our industry. I, I see so much vitriol and hatred uh, for the association and for companies, you know, in this recent time, whenever this gets put out, you know, we have a meme festival put on by a bunch of people and sure it's funny and everything, but you know, it's a lot of people are just thinking it's funny. And then there's some people like me that don't necessarily think it's that funny because one, it's making light of the hand that feeds you for one. Um, and a lot of it is just, it's really a sad situation how things get you know, things get made fun of when there's literally no other good option for that level of education. You know, I'm very adamant and very passionate about the APP because of what it's done for me as far as what I've learned over the years and the connections and friends that I've made through it. And sure, for sure made some enemies, probably a bunch of enemies, uh, but that's, you know, whatever, that's life. But it's... It's super important. There's nothing out there like it. Sure, we have great places like uh, the Fakir School with great instructors, but that's a different experience, and it's 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 not as well-rounded as far as like the overall stuff you're going to learn, ordering displays. Uh, we've had they've had classes for you know planning for retirement stuff like that. So it's it's a more well-rounded. Uh, it, the APP conference is a more well-rounded experience. Yeah, uh, Will, let me know uh, if you need me to say more or if you want to send me more pictures of your adorable little baby in costumes. That would also be great, especially technical costumes because that octopus costume was hilarious. I own Drift Piercing Studios. I've been piercing for about 11 years now, and I've owned a business for four. 
I support a lot of companies that give back to or support our industry in various ways, like giving back to conference or just going the extra mile to make it easier for us to retail their jewelry. I don't really price shop. Quality and customer service are two of the major points I look for when working with a company. But because of how busy we've become, production times have become a, a really big factor as well. There's been so many new companies pop up over the last few years with some great products and some not so great products. But I think it's a little foolish to not at least try some of these new brands. I feel like piercers can be a little timid at times or overcritical when it comes to trying new companies. Most of the time, they'd be willing to give their buddy who's making seam rings in his basement a try. But a jeweler who's been making jewelry for 12 years who decides to make body jewelry, they might give the third degree. That said, I don't think I'll ever stop using some of our industry greats, the ones that have been there since day one. Pop-ups are a new exciting trend that I'm all for. We just have to make sure it's being done in the safest, safest manner possible. Done right, it's no different than a piercer who decides to pierce at a tattoo convention. There just needs to be an open dialogue between the piercer and the jewelry companies. I think both parties can be new at this game, and we just need to be on the same page. We just need to make sure that the jewelry that we're using is safe, the area is as safe as it can be, and, you know, we need to make sure that the piercers who are doing this for these these companies are being compensated properly. I think if all those points are hit, I think, you know, game on. It's, you know, just another great way to make awesome money and do some awesome things. Well, there's the first part of this series. What did you folks think about it? Is this a format you enjoyed? Is it something you want to explore a bit more? Maybe we can have an episode or two with questions from the community that you wanted to ask piercers about, but were too nervous to do so face-to-face. I look forward to your feedback and see where the future takes us. On a more personal note, I want to thank you folks for allowing me to experiment with this format and not minding the episode break we just took. My family and I have done some traveling, we met up with some friends, and pretty much had a really busy month. I believe it's better to focus on quality over quantity, and sometimes I need to recharge the batteries that keep this podcast going. Between school, being a stay-at-home dad, and my out-of-house job, things can drain those batteries fairly quickly. I really appreciate the love that you send to me in the form of messages and emails. It shows me you folks really enjoy the podcast and everything that it takes to create. I want to thank all of our guests for taking time to record and send me their thoughts. I appreciate people taking time to do this since we all know how busy our days can be. Even as piercers, our days off are usually immensely busy. If you have questions or want to take the conversation further, please reach out to these individuals. You can find links for each of them in this week's show notes. As always, I want to thank you wonderful folks for liking, listening, and subscribing to the podcast, especially all of you that have left reviews on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and Spotify. This is how the podcast continues to grow, and it's amazing seeing how many listens we get on each episode. If you want to help us out by doing more than just listening, consider joining our Patreon to join our ever-growing community of supporters. If you want to join this community, head over to patreon.com slash realtalkapiercingpodcast. I would also like to thank our ongoing sponsors of the podcast. Their continued support of this adventure helps to ensure the quality and content episode after episode. 
Since 2004, Punk Medics has been on the cutting edge for tattoo and piercing aftercare for the body modification industry, using natural botanical ingredients. Not only are their products premium quality in every sense of the word, but they also strive to use sustainable ingredients and have a minimal carbon footprint. I know I've discussed this before, but Punk Medics is a company that supports the industry itself. From helping people get to conference every year, to doing things in the community like sponsoring this podcast, Bador and his company is a perfect example of a company that supports the industry they make products for. If this episode has made you want to support companies that support us, there's no finer company to start with than Punk Medics. To check out this amazing company and its line of organic piercing and tattoo products, visit punkmedics.com to order directly or use their handy store locator to find the nearest shop by you. Our next sponsor of the podcast is Jewelry This Way. For those of you who haven't had a chance to work with this company in the past, let me tell you a little bit about them. Jewelry This Way is a gold-only company that offers handmade jewelry made in good old Tennessee. The jewelry is made by piercers for piercers, paying attention to the detail that we all look for. But this isn't the best part about them. The best part is, when you peruse their stock on their website, jewelrythisway.com, you will only see their current stock levels of products. That means zero turnaround time. Just click buy and wait for your jewelry to show up in the next few days for new customers and current customers jewelry this way has decided to give our listeners five percent off of their next or initial order with the discount code real talk there hasn't been a better time to try out this company so visit jewelrythisway.com and use the discount code real talk for five percent off today our final sponsor for this week's episode is from our california family amory body arts Amory Body Arts is owned by the amazing team of Adam and Shelby Richens. They are committed to providing the safest, friendliest, and most professional piercing environment in Santa Cruz, California. Their staff is the only people I trust in Santa Cruz to send clients and listeners to. If you haven't had a chance, I would strongly suggest following them on social media under Amory Body Arts. Their Instagram feed is constantly full of amazing, breathtaking pictures and also incredibly happy clients. For all your piercing and jewelry needs make sure to visit our friends at Amory. You can find more information about these companies under the Sponsors tab on our website, realtalkapiercingpodcast.com. To ask questions, suggest topics, or get more info about your host or today's guest, please visit us at realtalkpiercingpodcast.com. If you have a moment and enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. The views and opinions expressed by the host and guest are their own and do not represent the official position of the Association of Professional Piercers or their places of employment. Music by Broke for Free.